Welcome to the Job Forum. Job Forum. My name is Mana Aziz Sultani, and I am a PhD student at PhD student at the Hara College of Hospitality here at UNLV. On this show, we discuss the journey through college and into the workforce with recent graduates of different disciplines. Welcome to the Job Forum. All right, let's start the show now. Tell everybody your name. Sure. Uh, my name is Mina Briggsy. I was born in Las Vegas. Uh, I've lived here my whole life. I currently work for the insurance industry, and I graduated UNLV in 2020. Awesome. Timothy, you want to go? Hi, my name is Timothy Rue. I'm a mathematics student at UNLV. I've also been here my whole life. Um, I lived here. I was born in California, but moved here, and I've been here for most of my life. Awesome, awesome. Well, Mina, I know we went to college together. Um, we were both yes. math majors too, um, specifically actuarial science. And so I wanted to ask you, like, how did you find your way into insurance? Yeah, um, it isn't that far off from what we were studying, really, um, because I know that you were in it, so you knew exactly what we were studying. Um, I was initially a biology major, and I ended up not really being interested in what I was learning. And at the same time as of my first semester, I was taking calculus, and I actually fell in love with the subject. So I decided to change majors into math, and then I was looking into the different concentrations available to us at UNLV, and I found I came across actual science, and I tried to research um, a little bit about it, and it seemed extremely interesting how insurance is pretty much all math because you never associate those two words together. Can we just break this down for a second? You're saying that you actually liked calculus? <laughs> yes, yeah. That was actually like the first subject that um, I was looking forward to doing homework like that. Oh, At the man. end of the day, it was like calculus, biology homework. Um, I had like some chemistry homework and calculus was the one that like I first got out of the way because I thought it was so much fun. So yeah, I, I'm definitely a nerd deep down. <laughs> chemistry, no. Chemistry, no. Calculus, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So biology, no. Okay, math, right? So you moved to math. Mm -hmm. So then, then how did you get to insurance? Because I know here at UNLV, for example, the, the insurance program and the math program are totally separate. Right, yeah. The actual science is definitely the best of both worlds. Um, for people who are not familiar with the term, actual science is pretty much the mathematics of insurance. So you have people behind the scenes of health insurance, life insurance, as well as commercial insurance, and they are punching numbers, they're analyzing lost trends, they're analyzing costs of claims, um, and they are coming up with the rates that people currently use to pay premiums for their insurance policies. So everything that you pay out of pocket as far as your health insurance, uh, if you have life insurance, or if you have a business, then commercial insurance, that all comes from someone who is punching numbers to figure out how much you should pay, depending on um, how much risk that you have in your health or your business. So it definitely was a really rewarding uh, degree path, I would say. Um, I was able to hone in on all my mathematical skills by taking a bunch of math classes, statistics classes, but alongside that, the program would also place me in finance courses, economics, accounting, and business classes as well. So it does kind of um, combine mathematics and the the insurance world together. 
And it wasn't until my capstone course with Professor Utterback that I definitely decided that I wanted to go into insurance. Um, at first, it was always the actuary path. I just wanted to be a number cruncher. I wanted to work a nine to five job and, and just become an actuary. Um, but I took that capstone course and I was able to learn about how many other career paths there are. And I ended up graduating in 2020, um, right when the pandemic started and the lockdown started. So the actuary exams were not available for me to take, unfortunately. So I did have to decide to go into something else. Um, and that's how I found my current career path, which is underwriting. So that's what I like about sort of the whole actuary thing is you get to marry like professionalism that doesn't really, professional social life that doesn't really come in a work setting that when you're an actuary, you know, as an actuary, mm -hmm. just like that guy in the back that crunches numbers and spits out premiums, you know, like you're like the sorcerer behind the scene. <laughs> but, uh, so I think definitely there's, it's cool that you were able to find something like that in the insurance. Um, and I know like getting involved with Utterback and, and going to the events and that kind of stuff, the networking was really good. Um, yeah, I will say UNLV definitely has a very, very great program for actuarial science majors, um, as well as the professors here are just extremely amazing. Yeah, and uh, uh, Tim, aren't you in Underback's class this semester? I love Professor Underback, yeah. I'm in his uh, <coughs> Finance 33 class right now. We're doing an uh, enterprise risk management project that we're just about to get started. Very excited for that. But uh, yeah, this uh, UNLV... Um, I really like how this major kind of mixes like the business side and how it, that those classes kind of really emphasize networking, getting your name out there, as where maybe some actual science programs do not do that. UNLV does that really well. So we talk about, like you just mentioned, like networking, right? And uh -huh. getting your name out there. Mina, is, is that, did that help you find your job that you're in now? Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the main components of Professor Utterback's capstone course that I had taken was to create a LinkedIn. And uh, I, I, <laughs> I do think, yeah, I do think a couple of my co-students were not taking it as seriously as me, but I had a goal that I wanted to reach 500 plus connections in four months. And Timothy, I hope you have the same goal. So <laughs> I, I am currently working. I'm Little at, Miss Popular I'm at 27 here. right now. 27, 27 okay. 27 and counting. We're you, going up. you can add me, add Mina. And <laughs> I will, I will. I will. Two more. Me at 29. <laughs> yeah, you, you can definitely do it. That was one of my big goals. I wanted to get 500 plus during that class, before that class finished. Um, I ended up not being able to do it. I think I ended the class at like 486. I was like oh, maybe 10 to 20, short. yeah, 10 to 20 off. Um, but then a couple weeks after that, I I did that class, I, I made it. So it, it was definitely a good goal, goal set to have. Um, yeah, I remember James Kirby came into that class and yes. I, he's like, who thinks I have a good LinkedIn profile? And and me, you know, I was the dummy that decided to raise my hand and was like, I think I have a good mm -hmm. LinkedIn profile. He goes, he goes, you have no posts and you only have like a hundred connections. Come on, <laughs> man, you gotta get it together. I was like, come on, James, but I, I'm taking one for the team here. You can at least give me a compliment. I remember that, I remember that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would definitely say LinkedIn has helped me in in how to find jobs and just networking in general, being able to 
to connect with someone who is a little bit further into their career and send them a quick message. Everybody, I'm surprised at, at the amount of people who are open to just chatting on the phone, taking time out of their day. Hey, call me after hours. They don't need to do that, that stuff, but for a young person who is going into the career, they get so excited to just tell them, tell you about themselves and to kind of um, explain and try and get you there to where they are. Mm -hmm. So I, I would definitely say not only just finding jobs, but also just networking and being able to see what industry professionals have, what their backgrounds are and what they're going towards. Well, we were so lucky to be able to do that. I mean, remember we used to go to those uh, RIMS luncheons with, mm -hmm. with the I've Risk Insurance Management Society. You've been? <laughs> I've you been to, to one. one, yeah. How oh, was that? Yeah, it was, that, the free food was great, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was really good. I got to meet with a lot of professionals there that I like had no idea this kind of like world existed for in, like the insurance and uh, risk management. Well, I mean, that like on the same subject of networking, I mean, where else can you go and rub shoulders with like, the most important insurance people in the city. I mean, we're si yes. talking with the director of risk management for MGM. We're talking about the director of risk management for the Las Vegas Valley Water District. We're talking about the guy that is in charge of the risk management program at UNLV. I mean, all these people are so, you know, important, big shot people. And we're sitting there just rubbing shoulders with them, getting to talk with them casually over a lunch. I, I mean, know, it's great. Exactly. Something like that is so unparalleled. I mean, that's where you're going to get the job, in my opinion. I mean, I was really involved there, so I'm a little biased, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so talking about getting a job then, Mina, uh, how, what was the story about getting your current job? Like, what was the process like? What, what, did you interview? Did you just, did they just headhunt you or what? Sure, yeah. Um, I will say there are professionals in the landscape, uh, especially in human resources, that are actually paid to recruit insurance professional so I have been approached in the past um, and usually I would go through a recruiter to look for jobs however my current role I actually got through LinkedIn so I applied through oh, LinkedIn perfect <laughs> and um, they were able to set me up with an interview the whole process took about a week and a half before wow. the honor offer letter came out um, I didn't even need a second interview. Just a humble brag, you know. I didn't even need a second interview. I did so well in the first interview, um, and they loved my experience, my background, and my energy, so they decided to offer me the job. I mean, I don't want to pop your bubble, but, I mean, 2.86 million insurance jobs <laughs> in the country in 2020, so. Yeah, it's definitely, um, the industry as a whole, there's been a mass exodus of, baby boomers retiring right now so there is definitely potential for people to get hired quickly and promoted within specifically the insurance and finance industries yeah i've heard over and over again from people that tell me we're having unprecedented amount of people retiring from yep. the industry there's mm -hmm. jobs opening like crazy if you're a sharp young guy that wants to get or lady that wants to get into <laughs> the industry all you have to do is just apply and if you get in you work hard you'll get sucked up to the top at like a vacuum yeah exactly i've i personally i've only been in the industry twice and i've already gotten two promotions so wow. it's it's definitely been a rewarding career path for me so what exactly do you like what exactly do you do day to day like what is what is your job yeah sure um i will definitely say 
my job is not as boring as a, a, a like a normal person would think because every time I talk about insurance, people seem to just snore, you know, fall asleep. They're like, why do you do that? Um, actually, my sister, she jokes around and she says that sh she would not even be able to get paid for doing what I do because she thinks it's so boring. Um, she's she's a doctor, so I can I can understand how fast paced her job is well, you know, <laughs> compared my, to mine. My friends tell me I'm doing my PhD in hospitality. Uh -huh. For those that don't know, my friends ask me, say, "What are you getting a PhD in? How can I help you?" <laughs> yep, <laughs> how can I help you exactly? Um, but my day to day, I think it's extremely uh, exciting. I work on the excess and surplus non admitted side of insurance. So you're talking about businesses that normally do not get insurance or do not get approved through admitted carriers. So um, you see a lot of unique risks on your day-to-day -day basis and anything from music festivals, smoke shops, um, artists who, who are doing, you know, EDC festivals, th that type of thing. That's what I'm seeing on a day-to-day -day basis. Unique, very unique business models um, and Basically, my day to day, it's it's not too it's not too heavy. I receive applications and I do my own research on what the business consists of, what type of risks are presented, and then I start to analyze if the insurance um, and what we're offering will cover them, or if there are any exclusions that I need to add. So, on a day to day, on any given type of risk, I'll either approve them as is. Um, I will either decline the risk and say that it's out of my appetite to offer insurance, or I will modify the insurance policy. Maybe I'll exclude a certain product that they have, um, etc. So that's kind of what I do, or, or maybe I'll increase the premium because they have some exposure that not usual uh, things of, of that nature have. So on a day-to-day -day basis, I do that. Um, I, there is also a marketing aspect to my job, so it's not just all on the computer. There is phone calls that I need to take. I do need to speak with agents and try and strategize what type of... Um, help I can give them, how can I strengthen the relationship that we have with our partners, and I also do visits uh, to these typical agencies in order to see how can we grow the relationship that we have and how can we reach profitability that the company requires. Wow, that's one heck of a job it sounds like it doesn't uh, yeah it doesn't uh, sound boring right. when you put it that way right. it, it sounds interesting <laughs> I mean, you got you, you cover all the bases you know you get to do research mm -hmm. so you're basically like instead of a financial analyst it seems like you're an insurance analyst basically yes, right exactly. on top of that you get to do marketing you get to be social i mean it seems like a pretty good job to me yeah um so talking about like you know day to day you do research you market you know all that kind of stuff what are the skills that maybe a student needs to a student like timothy needs to be able to do the job well or get the job in the first place? Yeah, I would definitely say soft skills are important. Um, having interpersonal skills as well. Uh, time management is huge because I currently work from home. So being, a, being in a work from home type of model, there are times where you're, you know, a boss is not looking directly at you mm -hmm. and maybe you, yourself, you definitely sure. have to manage and discipline yourself. And those are also some types of skills that you can learn when you're in college as well um, just solely to the fact where maybe some days you don't want to study but you just have to get up 
there's no professor watching you study, but you just have to get up and do it yourself. So I would definitely say those things, um, as well as an internship, I would recommend, or maybe um, getting an actual job during college, even if it's part-time, because it'll give you those skills to work with other people and have a boss type of relationship. So you'll end up learning how to strategize yourself or position yourself um, on a team and how that how that is for you too. I really like how you emphasize the importance of soft skills. I feel like that's not kind of brought up enough. How about, uh, what are some of the other like hard skills that you need? Or uh, I know the insurance industry is hiring a lot right now. So are you, would you say that those are of at least the same importance or would you say that it's not as important, the soft skills are more what you need? I would probably say it's maybe a 50-50, 50-50. right now. Um, I think we might be moving towards people who have those hard skills and a lot of industry experience are the ones who will eventually get promoted. However, soft skills are just important just for the interview in general. You know, if if you're not someone who can answer questions or if you don't have good energy, um, it's going to be very difficult to, to land a job. So, so I would say soft skills definitely get you in the door, get, get your team to like you, get your boss to like you, and then you need to have those analytical skills, those hard skills as well, to supplement what you're doing. So you, so you do a great job, so you want to get promoted, and, and your boss sees that. Well, we're a bunch of math nerds at the end of the day, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got the analytical skills, you know? <laughs> at least yeah, I hope so. We're we covered. Plus of the analytical skills, so I think we're okay there. Um, so, like, let me you know, you talk about soft skills, right? Like, what are the things that you learned in school that, like, for example, do you have an example of maybe something in, that you learned in class and maybe other bass class or in one of your math classes that you actually use day to day? Yeah, I would definitely say Utterback's class specifically. Um, and I think Professor Utterback would probably agree when I say this. I I was extremely um, math major, <laughs> math major type of person. I hated getting <coughs> <Nerd>. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was definitely a nerdy type. Um, it it was a little hard for me to get up to the front of the classroom and present or to talk in front of a large group of people. And that's coming up for me. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up for you, right? It's a little bit intimidating, but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that I need to work on public speaking with soft skills, like you said. And this is a class where, like, as a math major, you don't really get that opportunity. Exactly. You kind of take your exam and you go home. I remember yes. I, was, I was trembling when we had to do that the presentation. I'm so, I was I'm so shaking, man. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say presentation skills. Um, as well as I was in the honors college at UNLV too, and a lot of those classes <coughs> supplement. <laughs> I know it's just going to be mean, like completely proving that how much of a nerd I am. Um, but even in the honors class, those courses they really force you to be a people person and to use your presentation skills and really practice speaking to other people. So I would say I, I was definitely transformed into more of a people person throughout college. Um, however, I I still do get nervous. Like, I'm nervous today being here, and it's only us three. Um, however, when the time comes and the pressure is on, I feel like I do well under the pressure because of UNLV and because of the, the major that I chose. Yeah, totally. I think it shows a lot about someone's personality, especially, like, 
in our case, right, we're, we're that we're the math actuarial students, and we have to go into like the business setting. Like for us, it's it's not necessarily easy, you know. Like like you said, you're just going in there, taking our exam, and going home, and you have to be like, no, I have to go in there. I have to put myself out there, talk to people, get in front of people, and it's just you know you learn so much, and it shows a lot about your character, the fact that you can do that. Exactly. One of the things I really like about that class is. Uh, especially as a math major currently right now, I don't really get to work with people that often. So it's kind of, I'm in my own little world and I'm in my own little bubble. I'm doing my own things. And in that class, after work with people, I haven't done a group project since high school. That was like five years ago, right? Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to kind of as we get, I get farther into my professional career. Yeah, I, I would definitely have to agree with Timothy on that one for sure. Um, being a math major, it, it is difficult. I I mean, you have the capability to go out and study and maybe make study groups, but not everybody is open to it. So That's you're in true. classes full of other math majors who, who are just there to study, to, to just get the lecture in, study when they go home. Maybe they prefer studying by themselves. And... Um, that was troubling for me because I, I always love studying with other people because I feel like it's the in, social it's interaction. Yeah. This social interaction and being able to bounce off ideas from each other and just, you know, you're in the class together. We get through it together. We fail together. Things of that nature. That's always been my mindset. Fail together. <laughs> fail together. Pass together. One, yeah. We're in it together. We're, we're a family. You know? <laughs> but um, some, some fail, math, math majors, I, I know that they take a siloed approach and that's totally fine. It's, it's the way I used to be as well. But after a semester after two semesters I realized that being by myself was actually hurting me and isolating myself was actually hurting me so I did try to get more people out of their comfort zones in my math classes and my statistics classes um and even I think in a couple statistics classes that me and Mona were in, we we even created study groups and yeah, we, we would did. do study groups or remember, together remember with when, groups. Remember when we threw the party at Christian's house? We got all the math majors to get <laughs> together and throw a party. <laughs> that must have been a yes, really yes, interesting, we threw, party. interesting party I've ever thrown in my whole life. It was yes, so we crazy. definitely <laughs> threw threw a party with all the math majors. Um, it was it was but an we, experience. But you know what? The thing is, we got everyone out of their comfort zones. They had talked to people. They came mm-hmm. there and they they came there and they wanted to be there. And it, yeah. you know, you could just see like these kids that we see in class every single week right and they're the same kids that are you know they're the kids that are in the back of the class with their hoodie on you know hoping that nobody sees them and they're the same kids that are there <laughs> asking to play the next beer pong game you know yes like, exactly so um, i think it just takes one person to get other people out of their yeah, comfort once you zone. Kind of do that people are really actually open to the idea of I think course totally I've made it a priority to try to get so i always know everybody in my class so that's good. Yeah, that's and, good. And that's something that I recommend to anyone in college is just network with, you don't know in 10 years, maybe they're working at a company that you want to work at a company and there's uh, there's the gateway for possibly a reference that that's you can right. use. So it, it's good to just start the networking now just within even your co-students. They don't have to be necessarily at a higher pace than you or further into their career, but um, you don't know where they're going to go and you don't know where you're going to go. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. There, and there's like we talk a lot about networking up right trying to find a job but the way i see it like all these people that we're around day to day Mm -hmm. some of them are superstars like or maybe all of them might become a superstar you never know and these people are the people that will help you in the future and so i mean how many people have i asked now for you mina like do you have a job at your company and mina's like yeah you apply it's all good you know of course of course i mean it's always like that except to know one person and 
that's it. You know? mm-hmm. So, but do you have any last words of advice that you can give it Timothy or students like him? Or yeah, I would just say keep going. Um, I I wouldn't get bogged down by a bad grade or like anything like that. I I think in the grand scheme of things, these companies are not going to be asking for most of these companies are not going to be asking for your transcripts and say like why'd you get a b minus in this so-and-so class (laughs) they're just happy that you made it you made it through a degree so never stress always try and take time for yourself self-improvement and um, self-care is definitely the most important thing Um, if you go to the gym meditate things of that nature i would definitely recommend and other than that it's just keep doing what you're doing yeah, you seem like a real sharp kid. So yeah. <laughs> I remember, uh, I mean, like I was really involved in insurance. I was like the president of RIMS student chapter. Right. And I saw so many students like come through and try to get jobs or get jobs. And like the one thing I could give you for advice is like network, dude. Network, okay. got it. network, network, network. And then make sure you get a strong LinkedIn profile. Use it. Like don't just have like don't just have it like your resume like actually post stuff on there and i might not aim for 500 connections i might i might try like 100 or 200 right yeah, now there you go yeah. if you can get well, we're, we're, we're gonna get up there i think that's something i'm gonna make a priority <laughs> if you get 200 connections by the end of the semester come find me and i'll give you a special prize <laughs> hey I look forward to that's it. motivation there you go well, thank you guys so much for coming in today. I really, really appreciate it. Mina, you've given awesome advice. And Timothy, it's a pleasure to have you here and meet you. And I wish you nothing but the best to both of you guys in your future endeavors. Thank you so and much, thank Mona. You. And thank you so much, Mina. Thank you. Thank you, Timothy. Thanks so much for listening to The Job Forum. If you want any more details or have any questions, visit my website at manaaziz.com. M-A-N-A-A-Z-I-Z.com. Welcome to the Job Forum.